gentlemen, I've, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Now, Sammy, you've just brought uh, content manager Rude Dog into the producer's booth to have a chat to Not him. Not intentionally, but no. But this is your segment. It and, is. And he's a horrible dancer. Do you want to have way. a go? Do you want to have a go, Rude? What, what's, what's, making what's making news? News 13.1023. 13th of October, but what's more making news? Forget avocados smashed peas on. That's disgusting. On toast is the new topping in town. Yeah, it's been the ultimate millennial symbol for uh, for a decade, but avocado's reign could be soon coming to an end with a more humble and much cheaper ingredient, which might allow you to buy a house. Get fired. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Just leave. Get Just out go. of here, Ruben. Crushing it, no pun intended. <laughs> Problem is, you know that I pick stories for a very specific reason, yes. reason Steph, so... Um, the passion wasn't there from him, was correct. it? Correct. No, and he was reading it. He was like a robot. You're reading off the paper. These are just more like guidelines Good as lines. opposed to actual rules. Yeah, so it's freestyle with guidelines. Correct. Now, um, avocados, <clears throat> not particularly environmentally friendly. I don't know if you knew that, Steph. They take uh, around 9.5 billion litres or 3,800 uh, 3, Olympic swimming pools every day to uh, produce avocados in Mexico alone. And Mexico one of the largest producers of avocados. Um, avocados? Yeah, so um, a lot of concern that uh, the violent cartels could soon be involved in the trade, calling it green gold. Wow. Avocados, avocados. So, look, smashed avos on toast, big fan, or just avos on, on you know, breakfast. Massive fan of that. I love avocados. So, smashed peas. I like peas as well, actually. And don't mind a, a bit of a, a mashy pea. Not a mushy pea, but a mashy pea. Yeah. Um, well, in the UK, they are 90% self-sufficient. Uh, 160,000 tons of green, uh, green uh, pea green seeds are produced by 700 growers each year across Britain. So this story comes out of Britain. And so they're, they're saying, look, we can do this ourselves. We don't need to ship it in from Mexico where you know, the cartels are involved, water, etc. Um, and that might be the new avocado on toast, peas on toast, cheaper. Um, and it, for me, it's great because it gives the boomers less ammunition when we start complaining about house prices. Oh, just stop having your avocados on toast. Okay, I will. I yeah. have peas. Yeah, I will <laughs> stop having that and I'll save $15 a week and that'll buy me a house in about 3,000 years. Thanks, mate. Seriously, eh? Like the conversations I've had with older people, oh, you guys just need to stop having your flat whites on a Saturday morning. So how much do you think I actually spend on a Saturday morning compared to across the rest of the week on lunches and foods? It's like, it's the only money I spend on a breakfast and it's 20 bucks. Mm. Yeah, Carl, let me set that aside for the week. And yeah, once again, it'll take me 3,000 weeks to save up for a house. Oh, well, we had 20% interest rates. Yeah, but you were also paying for houses that only cost 100 grand. So 20% on that's a lot less then, uh, you know, 6% on a million. I actually asked my parents. Their first house they bought, the one we <coughs> bought in Palmy, uh, was we worked out three and a half times dad's salary. Yeah, it's about that, actually. I think f- I think the average is four to five. It, it was a four to five year salary to, to buy a house, whereas now it's something like 30 years or something, 30 or 40 years, which is... Impossible, right? You can't do that and then save up the house on top of everything. Anyway, we're getting away from the point at hand, Staff, which Peace. is smash peas. Get amongst it. <clears throat> now, red flag here right off the bat. 
because there's a yeah, look they call it a budget airline carrier that, that's red flag number one red flag number two is that the name of the airline was my airline my airline standard it was a malaysian based so sort of MYA, okay. Malaysia, okay. uh, my airline, which abruptly suspended operations this week. And when I say abruptly, I mean like overnight, if not on the hour. Well. Sent out a social media post saying, hey, um, Soz, we're out of money and uh, we're closing down effective immediately. The cancellation of 40 flights stranded thousands of passengers. Some people, staff, were going to check in for the flight. And then they read the social media post and they're like, well, actually, the, the flight no longer exists because the airline no longer exists. Now, uh, Malaysian Transport Minister Anthony Loki slammed the hasty shutdown, saying it was unacceptable, gave the country a bad name. They had sold 125,000 tickets worth about 7 million New Zealand dollars for flights scheduled up until March next year. All completely gone now, all completely wow. wiped off the books because they just decided that uh, things were too tough. Maybe, little- maybe the FPOS card was declined at the plane petrol station when they went to fuel. Yeah, they maxed out the credit card. We've run out. Here's a little lesson there for businesses. Um, Just be better at running your business rather than, uh, you know, shutting your doors. Mm. Uh, And uh, the last story that I've got for you, Steph. uh, Mattress Mac. Have you heard of Mattress Mac? No. Famous guy in the US of A who's a big Houston Astros fan. He owns one of the biggest furniture stores, either in Houston or in America. And he famously puts massive punts on the Astros every year. Um, and he won big last year because they won the World Series. He won massive, like millions and millions of dollars because he puts his massive wages on. Well, he has done it again, or he's going to do it again, and let me tell you why. In the preseason, he put $1.9 million on the Astros at plus 600, which is basically six bucks, right? Um, You put 100 on, you get 600 back. That's how American bookies work. Um, To win 11.4 million. Then it's it's, uh, in September... He put another two million on them at six hundred, uh, plus six hundred to win twelve million. Then September twenty seventh, they had hit a bit of a form slump and they ballooned out to eleven eleven dollars basically. And he put a million dollar a million dollars on them at eleven bucks to return eleven million. And finally, um, when they made the ALDS, they were plus four hundred and fifty, so they became favourites. He put another two million. So anyway. If he wins, uh, he would win a $43 million payout, and he won $75 million last year, which means $118 million over the last two years in betting should the Astros go back-to-back and win the World Series yet again. Mattress Mac. He's eating avocado. Wouldn't mind his tips, to be honest. Wouldn't mind... Um, you know what we need to do? Wouldn't mind uh, getting his money as well. Get him on the show. Probably uh, could. He's quite old, though. I'm going to taste test the salt and vinegars, the epic salt and vinegars after this break. I'll give you a fact as well. Cool. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Got a fact for you. Sure. Uh, do you watch Netflix with subtitles on? No. Are you being honest? Yes. of Americans apparently use subtitles on all or most of the TV shows that they watch, TV and movies that they watch. They annoy the heck out of me. 51% is a big number. Because if they're on, I read them. Correct. Why am I reading them? Because I can hear them. Don't mind it in a translation, like in a foreign one, but I would never have it on just for your regular. Taste test. Epic salt and vinegar. Epic salt and vinegar. Thick cut. Open. Crunch time. Oh, yeah. 
winner of our sweep's going to get four bags of these, four bags of the ready sold, or four bags of the prime smoky beef ribby yummy deliciousness. Thank you, Brewbird. Thick cut. Jeremy Paul's next.